Hello and welcome to Clarify and Amplify. I am Annie Rohde, your host, and today we have an amazing conversation about boosting visibility. And this is with Krista Hutchins of Do A New Thing, and she is talking about the three principles in her Rocket Your Reach program. This is such a powerful episode, and there's a part two, and that is about doing a hard thing. So make sure you listen to both parts. Let's dive in. Today we have Krista Hutchins, and I am so excited for our conversation. We're going to be talking about visibility, and we're going to talk about how Instagram actually isn't a great place for that attraction marketing. It's not the place where if you build it, they will come. But first, I want to introduce you to Krista. Krista is a dear friend we met uh, last October at the Clarity to Courage conference that Avery Forrest put on. And since then, I've, I've participated in several of her challenges and programs. And she went through the Instagram strategy lab. And so I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. So Krista, could you tell us a little bit about you and what you do? And I want to, I want you to share some about your family, some about your nine to five and your business. Wow, that's a lot. And I <laughs> I do remember walking up to the first session of Clarity to Courage and seeing you greeting me at the door. That is my first impression Aww. of you. And I, re- I will never forget that. You were so sweet to make us all feel welcome and a part of the event. So, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, let's start with my family. So I'm married and I'm an empty nester, both of my grown children and my son-in-law, my grandson, all they all live close by. So I see them quite a bit, which is nice. Um, my husband and I have been married um, they're almost 34 years. Wow. And so he is has a shop in our antique district. So we have a little bit of a different lifestyle. He's at work when I'm at home. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's what allows me to do a lot of the things that I do with do a new thing. So he's a great support for that. Um, in my nine to five job, which is actually a little bit more than nine to five, I'm a project manager in the engineering and construction world, currently working on a construction site for a world-class project. And um, I love what I do there. I get the opportunity at this stage in my career to kind of really uh, mentor and train up the next generation of project managers who are going to do all kinds of amazing things that make our life easier and more exciting. So I love my my work that I do. Uh, And then about six, almost seven years ago now, I started doing a new thing as a a ministry-based business or business-based ministry. I'm not quite sure (laughs) which one of those it is. It varies on the day, but um, I feel called to serve Christian women with a message, whether that's writers, podcasters, speakers, bloggers who need some structure and strategy around their projects and big ideas to help them hold them accountable to do what they say they're going to do, to have Um, plans in place so that they can pursue the ministry or business that God has given them. So that's, that's all the things that I do. It's a lot, but it just sort of all fits. Yeah. I love that. Like you're using what you do as a project manager in your business. And now you're helping all of us as Christian entrepreneurs to use those skills that you have uh, to really help grow, grow our business. What has been, what do you think has been the biggest thing that's helped you to keep your, your business growing, even with that little time you have? Part of it is that I've got really 
realistic expectations. I had to get to that point where I see friends and and partners, people that I work with and do projects with, I see that they're able to make a lot more progress on their business than I am because they're not tied up doing something else 12 hours a day from the time I leave home to the time I get back, you know? And so I had to have really um, realistic expectations of what progress could look like for me. And once I have those expectations, then I just make the best use of of my time. I work when I'm able to, I rest when I'm able to, and and I take joy out of what I do. I'm one of those people that, not so much that I just like to stay busy all the time, but that my side business, so my do a new thing work fuels me and it, it, it encourages me. And I get excited when I see other women able to do what they've been called to do. So when people say, Oh, don't you ever rest? Don't you ever stop? Don't you ever quit? Well, a lot of times my work is my rest because it, it disengages my brain from my work work and tunes me into the work that God's doing in my business and in other women's lives and businesses. So my work is my rest, but I'm learning that I also need rest, rest (laughs) away from that. So getting a little better balance at that, I've really been working on the last uh, couple of months. Yeah. I think that, I think that's so cool how some of the things that we do for quote unquote work are actually really restful when we're doing them because they're our God given passions and, and purpose. They can actually feel really restful. You kind of hinted at this, that you're, you're very aware of your capacity here. Mm -hmm. And so, so you, you maximize for your limited capacity. Yeah, there's there's some things I can do and there's some things I can't do. You know, I have to be careful where what things I sign up for. I mean, it was great. One of the things reasons I loved Instagram Strategy Lab is that your sessions were in the evening, which works for me. Another yeah. course or or something else on Instagram that I really needed to learn if they're live sessions are all during the day. Yeah, I can watch the videos, but I'm not getting the true um, value out of it if I can't interact live. So being really aware of what my restrictions are and not trying to force things into my life, but to build my business around the life that I have and making my, my business fit into my life and not my life fit into my business. Yeah. Yeah. That we have to, we have to be aware that it's our business isn't going to run our life. Like we get Mm. to run our business. Um, with that, you've been strategic about the ways that you've grown your visibility. So let's, let's dive into visibility a little bit. Will you tell us about the three different like types of visibility and how I think a lot of, a lot of my listeners are busy moms and can, and maybe they're not out at, out at, a, at another job for 12 hours, but they're busy with their little kids yeah, for, yeah. for 12 hours while they're awake. And yeah. um, so tell us about the, the three types of visibility. And then I kind of want to go into what are some really good ones that you can do with limited amount of time? Yeah. So the three types are to show up, grow up and glow up. So show up is going where your audience is, going where they are and not expecting them to come to you. I think that we sometimes have this attraction marketing type um, 
mindset where we think that everybody is, if we just put it out there, everybody's going to come and find it in Google and algorithms and hashtags and all those things are going to lead people to us. And to a certain extent, that's true. Good SEO will lead people to your website. Good hashtag or good um, keywords will lead people to your Instagram post. But those are not the people that, those are not necessarily the people that you're going to develop close relationships with and and sell to and have um, have products and services for in a short period of time. Those things take time to grow. And so show up is about going where your audience already is, whether they are already in Facebook groups or they're already in, um, you're going, they're already in other coaching programs where you can be a guest expert, things like that are places where you are able to show up where they are and, and reach them so that they're not, you're not waiting for them to come to you. Yeah. Or even, or even local moms groups. If you're, if you're building a local, a more locally based business, then local meetups can be a powerful thing too. Right. Local meetups, um, conferences, networking events, all of those kinds of things are places that you can show up where your audience already is. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So it's show up, grow up and glow up. So So tell us us what grow up is. Grow up is doing the hard things that make us uncomfortable. And a lot of times we don't want to do those things. We don't want to put ourselves out there because we feel like, oh, who am I? Sometimes grow up gets blocked by imposter syndrome thinking um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to. Not, I'm not, I'm not smart enough or what I offer isn't valuable enough. So this is really where I like to give people tough grace. Um, and that's that there's some things we don't like doing and we need to just grow up and get over ourselves. We, we can't just sit back and wait for people to notice us. Uh, we yeah. have to let them know. And, you know, when you have this feeling that, oh, I can't, you know, it's, it's not, it's prideful for me to put it out there. It's not very Christian of me to talk about what I do. Um, I kind of like to turn that around and think that maybe it's a bit um, unchristian to not let them know yeah. and to let them sit there struggling through whatever difficult circumstance mm-hmm. they're in that you could help them in because yeah. you're too afraid or too shy or too, too stuck in imposter syndrome um, to put yourself out there. Yeah. So, so grow up is things like um, reaching out to other podcasters and asking to be a guest on their podcast. Um, it can be asking your current clients for testimonials and, and for them to share about what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be um, going ahead and putting some ads on social media, things you have to learn how to do, things you have to invest in doing. So grow up is really about doing the hard things that uh, that you don't like to do. Yeah, I Uh, I've been thinking through this thought that a lot of that imposter syndrome maybe comes from like that fear of rejection or fear of failure. And, and, and I was noticing in myself is that when I have that fear of rejection, I end up rejecting myself and I end up rejecting the, the voice and the calling that God has given me to, to really step out and, and may in risk rejection. And yeah, I think I heard, I don't remember who I heard talk about this before, but they said, it's not your job to say no. 
Um, it's not, you can't answer that question for someone else. When you're putting yeah. your services and your expertise out there, it's their job to say no. It's not your job to disqualify yourself yeah. before you even give them the chance to make the decision. Yeah, that's good to disqualify yourself before you even get the, before you even have a chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that that's so powerful. And we're going to, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the grow up. Um, mm-hmm. But let's go through the glow up. Okay. The glow up. This is my, this is my favorite, you know, glow up when we, when I think about glow up, I don't know about you, but when I think about glow up, I always think about the guy who played, um, um, oh gosh, what was it? Neville, Neville Longbottom oh, in Harry yes. Potter. Right. So that <laughs> yeah. guy who started out as the pudgy little kid, you know, geeky little kid. I mean, he grew up to this really handsome young man. Right. Yeah. And so he, when people talk about glow up, they always say, you know, he had quite the glow up. <laughs> and so I think of glow up in that same way. It's things you already have. It's who you already are that you can um, make look better, that you can polish them up, clean them up and make them uh, so that other people will see them and it will give you more of a professional uh, professional appearance. So yeah. it could be you know, getting your branding all cleaned up and, and fixed up. It could be getting a license or certificate that you need to give yourself a little more credibility. It could be taking content that you've already got that might be old um, content in old fo- format, so old blog posts and making those into a reel, that kind of thing where you're freshening everything up and making yeah. it look current and, and professional. So even when somebody who might have seen you four or five years ago or two years ago when you were just starting and thought, oh, okay, whatever, then they see you now and they're like, wow, she's really invested in her business. She's worked yeah. at it. She's really taking this seriously. And, and I, I want to be part of what she's doing. So the glow up is all about taking what you've already got and making it shine. Wow. That's good. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Just like letting, it's kind of just like my, my kids are into rocks as most boys are and most (laughs) girls, I think I was into rocks. And so I'm thinking of like a rock that you polish Mm, and you -hmm. you kind of discover that it's even, even cooler once you get the dirt off, once you get some of the, the, the imperfections and maybe, maybe there's going to be some imperfections there still, but we can dust away the dirt at least. Wasn't that so wonderful to have Krista on? If you loved what what Krista was talking about around visibility and you think that this is something that can be helpful to you, go to the link in the show notes. That's doanewthing.com slash amplify. At that link, you can watch session one of the Rocket to Reach challenge. You also find a code for the whole challenge and a quiz to discover what kind of stuck you are and three extra resources that connect to what we talked about. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you, do, if you listened and you loved it, please share it on your social media and make sure to tag me. I am Annie Rohde on social media. That's A-N-N-I-E period R-O-H-D-E. Have a great rest of your day, Masterpiece.